0: Welcome back my friends to the show that never ends. We Welcome to the show that never ends. Sexual Healing Podcast Conversations will address concerns and celebrations within the misunderstood and misinformed world of sexual being. Your hosts Dr. Bill, Matt and Pipe bring insight from different sexual health perspectives, covering 70 years of experience
1: all right we're going to jump back into it thank you guys for coming back thanks for your response from last week's show i'm dr bill my co-host mac and pipes and you are viewing you are listening sexual healing podcast we had a great response last week when we talked about female sexual dysfunction we invited all of you all of you who enjoyed the show to add your comments and questions on our email. Our email is sexualhealingpodcast1 at gmail.com. We asked you to look at at that uh, email, ask your questions, give us comments. And we've got a ton of comments regarding uh, our broadcast and specific questions. So I want to jump into that. Uh, and it relates to all things concerning female sexual dysfunction. And as I promised you before or as promised on the, uh, on the email, we're not going to disclose names or we're going to be generalized. But I thank you guys for participating and helping us make the show the success that it is. And a lot of it has to do, there were several questions regarding pelvic pain as it relates to sexual health in women and so i wanted to talk briefly about this and and pipes and mac have their input as well but there are a lot of complaints regarding uh pelvic pain and some of the questions related to gee how do we know what this is is this normal is this natural is it uh important for us to just live through it or should we talk to a doctor about it uh give me your approach towards this mac what what are your thoughts on female pelvic pain and when should someone who's experienced it talk to their doctor
2: well like anything you know when we have any issues with our bodies we shouldn't just sit back and wait for it to pass we should definitely go and see somebody some specialist. um i'm not trying to discount frontline physicians they're awesome they're great but there are specialists you know, even yourself, Bill, who's a urologist, a general urologist, you subspecialize in sexual health. So that being said, um, you know, pelvic pain is not something to mess with. It could be uh, a condition called PCOS, which you know is a uh, polycystic ovary syndrome, um, which means maybe too many uh, hormones in your system. It, it could be a number of things and it's not to be taken lightly. It's definitely something to be checked out. So if uh, we have a male listen to this, if your wife's complaining of pelvic pain take it serious get her out there a young lady same thing it's not to be messed with it's it's very important to overall health
1: mac what what do we do if our neighbor's wife is complaining of that should we should we support uh getting that addressed as well
2: yeah because it's just put make sure she's on a text thread by just you and her so okay not the whole world knows
1: all right fair enough well thanks for that insight pipes uh give give us your two cents on this
3: um on well i think pelvic pelvic pain pelvic health all of that um it's obviously going to be different for every woman that's out there and it may be experiencing it after childbirth maybe it's during intercourse maybe it's just like the day-to-day you know issues that you're dealing with um it's going to be different for everybody. So yes, I I completely concur with Mac that this is one of those things that you really need to address. Go find a specialist. Find somebody who is focused on sexual health. Sometimes even your OBGYNs aren't necessarily focusing on the pain aspect um, because I do think a lot of people think that it's kind of normal in certain situations. Again, I'm kind of referring more to the childbirth aspect um, that there's going to be some pain but really asking the right questions bringing your concerns up and then finding somebody if your general practitioner or your OBGYN is not as well versed in this or doesn't think it's an issue but it's a problem for you then you need to find somebody that can help you with
1: that. Yeah I I absolutely agree and and by perusing that's a word I just picked up with (laughs) Picked up on uh, the the number of emails regarding that it, it is not uncommon it's it's very common and what's important to to know is don't be embarrassed don't be shy about this and be specific because as a practitioner as a urologist not a gynecologist as a urologist I know the basic stuff I know that I need to know if it's pain with penetration uh, superficially or is it pain with uh, deep penetration? Is it uh, with certain partners? Is it in different positions? Is it certain times during your cycle? Is it, be very specific, is it associated with bladder dysfunction, uh, urinary tract infections, uh, urinary incontinence? So as much information as the patient can give to the physician, it's really important to get resolution to this issue, let's go on to another group of questions. There are a whole bunch of questions regarding pelvic physical therapy. What do you guys know about that, Pikes? Let's go well, back. To, let's go back I to you. Speak,
3: I, I can speak as a woman. I have never. I was really intrigued by these questions, and maybe this is a little generational because I was having babies, you know, twenty plus years ago, and. I don't think anybody ever talked to me about pelvic therapy or that it was an option or that you needed to do it. Um, And maybe it's different, you know, obviously if you're having a C-section versus vaginal um, deliveries, yeah, things are going to be very different and, and your pelvic wall is going to change and your hips have moved at this point. If you're doing vaginal deliveries, if you have C-sections, You're not going to have the same issues. You're not going to have to even have, well, women at some point usually have to have a conversation about some pelvic health aspect of things, prolapse, things like that that happens as we get older and our tissue gets a little bit weaker, um, stuff like that. But actually doing like pelvic therapy young, this was total like news to me. Those were very intriguing um, questions because that's not something that I've ever addressed nor have any of my friends really talked about anything like that? So as a physician, what is your take on
1: that? Well, I, I can tell you, and I was going to ask you, you're really focusing on delivery, whether it's uh, 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 C-sections or vaginal delivery. But I've got a lot of women who've never been pregnant, never delivered uh, vaginally or with a C-section that require Uh, uh, physical therapy and I I look at it and I liken it to just basic pelvic floor relaxation exercises that you might take in a beginner's yoga class Uh, I I play with yoga a little bit as a martial artist and and though I don't uh, I, I can't fit into my old tights when I go on vacation with my wife and get into a yoga class but I will do YouTube uh, yogas, uh, yoga uh, uh, tutorials that are basic, that are floor for men and women uh, in the comfort level of my uh, own office or my own home. And it's very relaxing and it's very therapeutic to learn about the muscles that you can control in, from a pelvic point of view that cause relaxation. Women, for some reason, are focused on Kegel exercises. That's not a relaxation exercise necessarily. It's used to strengthen particular muscles for a very particular reason. And often people overdo those exercises and they get pelvic spasm. The other thing is a lot of women, regardless of whether they've had children or not, and regardless of whether they are sexually active, will get anxious, will get uptight, and instead of smoking, biting their lip, uh, biting uh, their fingernails or pacing, they take their tension emotionally and transform it into an actual physical pelvic tightening, much like people, men and women, who are constipated. That's not necessarily a GI or a stomach issue. It may be an indicator of anxiety. So learning about pelvic floor relaxation, whether with a physical therapist or whether with basic yoga or Pilates or stretching exercises, very, very, very important, very therapeutic. Do not discount it. Yeah, 10 years ago, I discounted it and I was wrong. I was wrong in the last few years, my referrals to pelvic floor therapists has skyrocketed. Mac, give us your input.
2: Well, you know, I think all of us, Bill's a martial artist, Trish uh, Pipes is a mom, myself. The treatment, health treatment has evolved a lot in the last few years. I mean, we talk about any type of procedure, long scars. Now we have robotics. We talk about physical therapy. We talk about masseuse therapy. We are learning more and more about our bodies. And as far as how to treat them, you know, you look at athletes, what do they take? A cold bath after they work out, they, they got to cool down and, you know, we didn't do that 20, 30 years ago. It's all new. So, um, you've got to embrace medicine as it evolves. And there's a lot of people, as you said, Dr. Bill, you've written a lot of scripts of phys- uh, pelvic therapy and that's real. And I think a lot of people are, are doing much more physical therapy now than they ever have post-surgery on an ankle, foot, knee, hip, shoulder, it all, it's all correlated. So we've got to continue to uh, work our surrounding muscles to support our issue. And, and being the pelvic, we know that there's issues of muscles there that need to be relaxed and worked on.
1: Go, go, so
3: who, who are you referring your patients to, Dr. Bell?
1: Well, there are not all physical therapists know what the hell to do with uh, the pelvic floor spasm Again, a specialty. Issue. Yeah, it's a sub-specialty of physical therapists uh, that I can tell you in in my area, there are a couple people and there are a couple organizations uh, in my, a couple groups that are, are specifically trained and comfortable with dealing with this. In the meantime, in the long waiting period, it gets to uh, uh, go from referral to actually when the patient is seen. I turn them on to to some of the basic yoga exercises that I use and some of the websites that you could find on on the internet basic pelvic uh, exercises for the yoga beginner it's a simple way to start now from a medical point of view a medical legal point of view if you guys have pain when you're using this stop don't bear into it don't force yourself to work out the pain don't walk it off stop there might be something else going on and wait for that referral to let your doctor know um let me let me circle back for one second mac you're telling me uh when you were a professional ball player that the whole idea of ice and heat and massage was not as popular as it is now am i that out out of out of touch
2: yeah oh absolutely i think we 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 definitely put our our foot in a bucket of ice or put an ice pack on our shoulder or something like that but you know a full ice bath is kind of new i would say the last 10 or 15 years i don't want to date myself um you know heat packs i i think when we were younger anytime we got hurt we always put heat on it right away heat 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 we've learned that ice is the best stimulant of of blood so it's totally evolved but yeah it's it's grown leaps and bounds as far as how to treat yourself post-injury or post-workout all right yeah it's not the same
1: thank you guys let's jump to vaginal dryness vaginal dryness when is, is is that an issue for sexual health it does it deter people from having sex our our viewers have indicated based on their questions that's a big deal do you guys even see that uh talk to me pipes vaginal dryness with your girls with you with your friends talk to well not with you i don't want to hear about it but it, it, do you see well, that as not a big issue
3: talk to you about my girls vaginal dryness either <laughs> that's but. a good point that's a
1: court ordered restriction but what you've heard let's not mention their names but is well, that a big issue socially
3: absolutely i you know i don't know if it's if it's a conversation that i even like necessarily have with my girlfriend or, or things like that. But yeah, we know, we know that that is, it is an issue. And yes, it's going to cause discomfort. And this is where you need to be bringing lubrications into, into the mix of your um, partnership in whatever capacity. And I think some people find that uncomfortable. They, they feel like maybe or, or they have a tough time having that conversation with their partner, or they are having vaginal dryness, and the partner now thinks that that the male doesn't think that the female is is attracted to them or interested in having this, you know, inter- intercourse. And then because it is painful for the woman, I mean, it can lead to a lot of. Emotional
1: and physical issues amongst the couple, and and, so, and from so. a medical point of view, it is fixable. You don't have to be on hormones. There are a lot of over-the-counter skin lotions, if you will, that make a few uh, that make a huge difference. In fact, that's someone's alarm reminding them to use the vaginal skin lotion for their dryness. I want to talk about two questions that are very important and we're going to pick up on it again because we want to keep up we want to uh, 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 be sensitive to the time issue birth control pills guys i'm going to take over that i said talk to your doctor birth control pills can are very important but birth control management is unique to every individual and everyone doesn't have a great time a great physical response birth control, it may decrease the libido, cause pain, cause dryness, and something, please guys, talk to your healthcare professional. It may not be your primary care doctor, it may not be your urologist, it should be your OB, and it certainly should be your gynecologist, look at that. And the last global question, 20 seconds each, tell me, how do I know if I have a problem in my relationship, is it my problem, is it my partner's problem is it both mac get me your read on this before we leave
2: i don't think anybody can look at themselves and 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 being in a relationship and saying it's me everything is shared whether it's one person that's discomfort or one person that's enjoying they both have to come together and have the same experience so um don't look at yourself as i'm the problem or i'm the reason it is it, a everything sexual health is a couple's problem for the most part.
1: Great message. I thank you guys for listening. I thank you guys for adding to this segment, putting your questions down on our email. Remember, you're part of this. We're here to educate. We're here to entertain sexual healing podcast.
2: One thing, Bill, let me interrupt real quick. We're addressing a lot of sexual health. I don't think people understand that your insurance most likely will cover treatment for this. And a lot of people don't go forward with sexual health issues because they're afraid it's going to be a lot of out of pocket expense. So please, you know, don't let that deter you. Check with your insurance carrier, check with your doctor, make sure it covers. Don't let that deter you. Go seek help.
1: Keep those questions coming. Sexual Healing Podcast 1 at what gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week thank you mac thank you pipes dr bill signing out thank you all welcome back my friends
2: to the show that never ends thank
0: you for joining the show that never ends we will pause with our part however you can reach us at sexualhealingpodcast.org We are here to make your sexual health be everything you want it to be. We'll visit with you next week for another episode of Sexual Healing Podcast. Stay sexy out
3: there. (laughs)